times like these always reveal that the veil of civility is thinner than we thought, but that the hearts of good people are greater than we imagined. Welcome back to Free to Just Be, the podcast identifying and helping humanity dissolve those pesky matrix attachments. And this here is the hippie freak of the South sending love, light, prayer, and high, high vibrations out around the world on this gray and rainy day in Middle Tennessee. And I hope my voice finds you all in great health with vibrant energy today because you have chosen to take responsibility for the only body you have here in the third dimension. (laughs) And if my content resonates with y'all and you find some value in it, then please pay it forward by liking, subscribing, and most importantly, sharing the link or telling your neighbor or your coworker, hey man, have you heard that hippie freak of the South? Man, she talks about some awkward stuff, man. (laughs) You might give her a listen. This is how we spread the word that we're all free to just be, man. So share free to just be today with somebody, all right? So today I'm 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 kind of uh bothered and and then inwardly even more bothered. And uh the reason for that is the turmoil going on in the world and the desire in my heart to do what the second part of my opening quote says. And thank you, Steve Maraboli, who is one of my favorite uh, quoters. Um, let's, let's read that one again. Times like these, what kind of times? We are in incredibly tumultuous times, unprecedented times, groundbreaking times. Not only do we see um, more incredible innovations coming out, more technological advances coming out, I mean, with AI and everything like that, we are seeing unprecedented uh, poverty and food shortages and homelessness and hate and the absolute devaluing of every form of human life. And as Steve said, times like these, oh, and it's not only in tumultuous times, but in very good times, you would see it as well. But mostly when it's unstable, when things are are not hunky-dory and things are kind of in a mess, that's when we see the veil of civility grow thinner. And like the hippie freak who was in town this weekend, and I, I just... I was incredulous. It's one of my favorite words. Incredulous means, you know, the the bottom line of the word incredulous means I cannot believe what I just effing saw. Okay. That's, that's what incredulous means. And that's, that was kind of where I was at this weekend when I was running some errands and, uh, I was in a, a big box store and there was a young mom of two boys. They were probably about five and eight. Beautiful boys, just uh, typical boys, you know, in a store. 
looking at everything, moving around. Uh, can I have this? Talking, talking, talking. And at first I, I heard them before I saw them. And their banter made me smile. Because it took me back to when I was that curious, when everything was just so brand new and and I loved life. I, I loved everything about it. There was just so much, you know, kids don't want to go to sleep, folks, because they don't want to miss a thing. Their curiosity is, is peaked. There's so much newness and there's such learning curves and they delight in everything. That is most kids. And then you have kids that are... From the moment they step out of the womb, (laughs) they are belittled and verbally abused, ignored, sometimes physically or sexually abused. But that word ignore is a biggie. Because you see, every one of us in the great family of humanity wants acknowledgement, wants to be seen, wants to be heard, wants to have the validation that, yes, they are part of the human family. But what I witnessed this weekend was just this complete devaluing of motherhood, parenthood, the life of one's own children, children in general, the lack of care that anyone would witness the behavior that you were exhibiting, just complete and blatant incivility and a complete disdain for life itself. And what do I mean? Well, this young mom was screaming at her boys to get back over over where she was. And the little boy was like, yeah, but I, I just wanted to look at this. And, and she said, I don't care what you want I just want you to stand over here with me. Like I said, I want you to listen to me. And this is the tone that these little boys were being given from the person that's supposed to do none other than protect their very divinity. And she continued to say, and and keep playing on that bar that you're hanging on and you're going to fall and get hurt. And I'm not going to even care. So just shut up, won't you? (sighs) And then their grandmother, who was shopping with them, who was a couple of aisles down, called out for the boys. And the boys, little boys said, where are you, grandma? And she said, over here. And loud enough for everybody around her, including her boys, to hear her. She yells out, now, mom, why would you go and tell them where you're at? Now they're going to come over and bother you. And a few minutes later, the grandma comes walking up with the two little boys to join the mom. And she says something to her boys and her boys just get behind the grandma. And she says, oh, that's right. Stay over with your Grammy. Don't have anything to do with your mom. I see how it is. This was a grown-up. This was somebody who brought two young boys into the world. And I, I was heartbroken. I was livid. I was controlling myself to the point where my tongue felt like it was going to fall off 
And my boot stompers, I had my work boots on and I call them my ass kickers really is what I call them. And they were just itching to go over and kick some young mother butt. I really was. And thus, a few days later, because I had to really ruminate about it. I had to really think about what I witnessed. I had to evaluate my own knee-jerk reaction and how I, I handled it. And the way I handled it was I turned away. I wanted to stare this woman down, but yet I knew that I had no right to do that. I didn't know this woman from Adam. And I wanted to stare her mother down thinking, how can you stand there and let your daughter talk to your grandkids that way? But it's not that mom's journey either. And I knew all that. And I wanted to just smack them both. But I turned away and I continued looking through the rack that I was looking at. But when those little boys came within my eye gates, I sent love and light out and I smiled real big at them. And they looked scared, but they kind of looked up and I could see that glint of, of hope and happy in their eyes. And I was glad for that. And then Abba reminded me, are you going to send love and light to those two women too? And it took me a few seconds and, and then I did so. And it made me stop and think of what Martin Luther King Jr. quoted years ago, how the time is always right to do the right thing. And as I separated and went down another aisle, never to see these people again, I thought to myself, did I just miss an opportunity to do the right thing? Do I need to come up with um, some civil way of expressing my disdain? <laughs> All these thoughts were going through my head. And it made me stop and think also of how the Native Americans valued all of life. And uh, I found this quote by Chief Arvo Looking Horse, and his quote says, all life, all life is sacred. We come into life as sacred beings, and when we abuse the sacredness of life, we affect all creation. And that was very true for me in that store. I was, I was very, very affected by what I witnessed in my eye gates and my ear gates. My emotions were affected. I felt the sting of those words from a child's perspective. I mean, I never heard my dad say, I don't care about you. But his lack of saying, I love you, was the translation of the same emotion. And I felt that when I saw those little boys looking scared and, and kind of uh, discombobulated. Do you think a four or five-year-old and even an eight-year-old understands when somebody that is supposed to love and protect them is doing anything but? Do you think they understand that? But yet we see the lack of just general civility in society today. What does civility mean to you? Well, let's look at some of those terms that would define civility. Respect for others. Consideration. Was there any respect for those children from their mom? No, there wasn't. Was there any respect from that daughter to her mother who was standing there witnessing that behavior? 
Now, we don't know the dynamics. Maybe her mother treated her the same way and it was just normal everyday stuff, which makes it even more tragic, doesn't it? What about consideration? Do you see consideration in society today? You can count on one hand when you see somebody pay for another's groceries on a grocery line. You can count on one hand the consideration of vehicles coming at you at night with their high beams on, blinding you. But then you have to also take into consideration that there are a lot of illegal immigrants that are driving illegally and have no idea of the law. And then there are the others that uh, got their license legally and just don't give a rip or are so wrapped up in what's going on in their own head that the last thing that they're thinking about is the safety and consideration of others. What about courtesy? You see more cutting off in traffic. What about tact? There was no tact in that grocery scene. It was blatant (laughs) rudeness and hate and anger being displayed loudly for everyone to see. See, I was raised in the in the era where at least if it was happening, you kept it behind closed doors. Now there's no tact anymore. There's no decency, not only for human life. We see that with the abortion industry. We see that with senior health care. We see that with the poisoning of our atmosphere and our food and our water. We see that when people could care less about our planet, We see that when people are abusing their animals. What about manners and fairness, kindness, self-control? People are not even in the slightest bit ashamed at going to an all-you-can-eat buffet five or six times in one sitting when they're already 400 pounds. Because you see, for anybody to say, hey man, you know, I want to see you live. That's really unhealthy for you. You would be condemned condemned as a fat shamer, a body image shamer. Shame on you for caring about a person's health. They can be whatever weight they want. What about general concern, selflessness, doing something for others because nobody's even asking you? But what are the ones that we see blatant warps of? Justice, equality honesty and listening. Oh, everybody wants that for others. They want others to be served justice, but forget about them. They're above the law. Equality. Everybody wants everybody to be on the same level. And actually we are. We're all very, very free right now. But you see, we've attached to every program there is, so we're not free. And that was by choice. And so then we are pointing the fingers at one another. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. And on and on and on. So how do we live in society like this? When honesty and trustworthiness and moderation and listening, (laughs) customer service, what is that? It has become an antiquation of a society that is rapidly declining. And so all these thoughts were in my head when I I had to recognize that the other side of Steve Maraboli's quote is also very valid as well. In times like these, 
not always does the veil of civility look thinner and thinner, thinner, and that's revealed. But the hearts of good people start to become revealed as also greater than we imagined. You see, there is this huge shift of energy occurring and people are tired of being bossed around and belittled and verbally abused and told no, 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 and never hear yes, never get validated for just who they are. No, you have to fit all these criterias and you have to follow all these pronoun rules and you, you know, you have to put up with things that you wouldn't hardly consider in your own life. And people are tired of that. But I want to direct us to something equally as true. And that is that somebody has to lead out as those good people with hearts bigger than anyone imagined. Somebody has to show the parts of society that are still in such low vibrations that they lack even the very basic civility towards others, let alone themselves. And the reason that we need to have this conversation is because all of us, you and I, humanity, every one of us, has both of those emotions, possibilities, frameworks within us. We can knee-jerk goodness or we can knee-jerk anger. We can knee-jerk love or we can knee-jerk fear. We are a product of what we allow in our lives. And the truth is that if you're listening to a show called Free to Just Be, I have to consider the fact that you may just very well be already on the awakening path. And you know that you had those tendencies of treating others wrong. In the days that you were steeped in negativity and news and conflict and division and fear and more fear and more fear, and that's what you were serving yourself. And the more you served, the more you got. And the more uncivilly rested you felt. You felt like you wanted to lash out because the world was going to hell in a handbasket. Don't you know what you're doing? You got to stop that. This isn't right. Don't you see? But you see, don't we see that that is part of this incivility problem? Because all of us at one point or another felt unseen and unheard and we rose above it. But we all had that capability and mayhaps now we need to be here for our brothers and sisters to teach them, as John F. Kennedy said, that civility is not a sign of weakness. Do you think that those of us that left the matrix, the pioneers that turned their back on all things merry-go-round-ish and step-by-step started dropping programs, do you think that we did that so that we can keep that all inside and let other people just flail around like we did for years before we discovered the way? Or mayhaps, like another enlightened person that we all know, Mahatma Gandhi, what did he say? He said, my religion and my patriotism, they derive from my religion. And what was Mahatma Gandhi's religion? To embrace all 
life. And there you have the thought on divinity, because all life is divine and comes from the Creator God. So, in the midst of days where the majority of the population is having that knee-jerk, uncivilized reaction, please, I want you to think of the word civility in itself and change change it up so that you can remember what it means. And using the first letters of the word civility, make this acronym. Can I value, identify with, and listen to others instead of only thinking of yourself? How it affects us when we see blatant acts of incivility. We need to also send love and light and prayer to those people that are so incredibly hateful toward themselves that they would literally act like that towards others. Because as Tolstoy said in War and Peace, I quote, the most difficult thing, but an essential one, is to love life. All life. Yeah, even those spiders that you hate. It'd be more difficult. It'd be out of your comfort zone, but they can be trapped and taken outside. Because they were created for a purpose as well, weren't they? But you see, we are so easy to shoot squirrels for sport, to kick the dog because we had a bad day, all of those things, to run puppy mills for profit, to run over an animal because we're in a rush. And as Tolstoy said, to love it even, to love life even while one suffers. Because life is all. Life is God. And to love life means to love God. So when you see the contrast, which is going to become louder and louder and louder, because it's the only thing that's going to wake people up, remember that there was a time where you could have been just like the behavior you were witnessing from others. And you need to remind yourself that all of us want to be acknowledged to be authenticated, validated, heard, seen. So mayhaps when you go out into society, instead of knee-jerk reactions, you should have the intention that you're going to do that everywhere you go. You're going to smile. You're going to meet people's eyes. You're going to say a kind word. Because this is the exhibition of civility and for the divinity of all life around. I love what Circle of Life teaches, and I'm going to close on that. So instead of the knee-jerk reaction back down to the basement of low vibes, of anger and dismay, and knee-jerk reaction of wanting to lash out, remind yourself that you were once completely asleep as well, that you've allowed programs in your life. And then ask yourself, can I value, identify with, and listen to others around me? Instead of only thinking of how everything around me affects myself. This is the hippie freak of the South saying, be civil, be loving, be kind. And remember from whence you came from. And keep in mind that you too can react in a a wrong way. I love you, humanity. Peace.